This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. On Easter weekend, Ipswich's end of season form started to wilt like a chocolate egg in the April sun. There was no miracle return from the dead at Rotherham. If only James Nord had made something of Wes Jesus Burns cross right at the start of the game. Happy Easter, everyone, and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, discussing the town up or down since 2015. I'm Richard Woodward and you're tuned into the flagship show available each week on podcast and video. This is the Rotherham Away edition and joining me, the Cadbury's Buttons egg of the Blue Monday squad, the ever dependable, albeit a little bit delicate, David Diamond. Happy Easter, Dave. How are you? And you too, Rich. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Like I explained earlier, we're recording a little bit later than we originally planned due to my slightly delicate disposition this morning after being out with some friends last night. But great to catch up. It was a good evening. And um, yeah, I've got to say, loved your Easter Easter intro, of course. And obviously the Norwood miss in front of, what, about 1,100 disciples, I have to say. But there you go, you know. Um, There we go. Yeah, no, how's things with you? It's, It's lovely to have some nice weather for once on a bank holiday weekend isn't it absolutely yeah. gorgeous I, I, i've ticked all the bank holiday weekend chores off i've did some painting and decorating i've kind of had a like a few months off when i moved down here yeah um and painted three rooms i think it was two Good bedrooms work. and a kitchen uh-huh now i'm painting the hallway and landing starting with the hallway Ooh, not tricky. a fun job that no. At some point, I'm going to have to figure out how to do the, the bit above the stairs, which is too high for me. Yeah, that, that, that usually involves scaffolding and stuff. And um, yeah. uh, when, when it comes to that, my wife just, no, just doesn't have me do it. And um, yeah, usually gets her brother to do it, actually. But um, oh, no, no. So, yeah, that's what bank holiday weekends are for, you know. Yeah, I spent the, um, I had the um, um, perennial trip. It's perennial? Yeah, probably is actually to B&Q yesterday and their yeah. plant sale. So, you know, what I'm going to be doing later. So there you go. All good stuff. I don't Thing, mind doing that in weather like this. It's great, isn't it? 
hoping to see Rosie as well. Little Rosie is coming over tomorrow for her first trip. Yeah, for her first trip here tomorrow. Both both parents are now free of um both parents are now free of COVID. So we we met her for the first time last Wednesday, which is quite I mean, is is, they've had an incredible time really both because um say they both came Jordan and Hannah both came out of hospital with COVID. And then Hannah's parents got COVID, not off them, they got it separately. So up so the little one was virtually two weeks old and up until then other than the midwife, the health visitor, Jordan and Hannah, no one else had held her at all or met oh. her. So, yeah, she's had a bit of a bit of a strange sort of first couple of weeks. But yeah, no, she's coming over tomorrow, I think. Oh, lovely stuff. She won't remember yeah. it anyway, Dave, so don't worry about it. So. Yeah. That'd be nice. And when she's a little bit older, Easter egg hunt and all that oh, fun absolutely. stuff, I get to do that later on with my niece as well. So uh, that's what yeah. it's all about, mate. Exciting times. Let's, but let's talk about more mundane matters, shall we? Let's jump into the news. And a lot of this is recapping stuff that um, Mikey and Dave chatted about on the midweek Q&A, so definitely worth heading back and listening to that anyway. But we'll we'll try and find a different angle to this one. Um, the fine for Ipswich and Cambridge um, for failing to conduct themselves in an orderly fashion, Dave, at the end of our recent game. Um, Mark Bonner's quotes on this are quite interesting. He thought the fine was extortionate, two and a half grand um you don't want to see unsavory scenes and you don't want ill discipline you don't want a lack of respect in certain things he's telling us a lot of things that we don't want um a few people having an argument on a football pitch it's hardly too dramatic the fa will enjoy their end of season with five grand in the pot i'm sure what can you what can you get with five grand dave no mate not much for those 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 players probably it would i mean it did kick off didn't it it did kick off at the end much Obviously, words were words were said. We'll never know what was said that really instigated it all. But I think a lot of that, I have to say, you know, you have to defend my team to the hill. Always will. But very much, I think, six of one, half dozen in the other. And a lot of that brought about by certainly our frustration at what perhaps would be perceived to be. We've been all through this before this season. Gamesmanship and time wasting, which actually I feel on the day, Cambridge weren't half as bad as a lot of other teams, no. to be fair. Um, and blink it out. Look at the result. They went, well, we'll get on to that. But look, look what they've subsequently done. I mean, <laughs> blimey. So, um, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it's passion. It's football. It's passionate. But, yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty full on at the end. I mean, it was just a mass brawl at the end, pretty much, wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, it didn't, didn't happy, surprise me. And really, in the overall scheme of things, not being churlish, really, but two and a half grand aside, I mean, <laughs> What did they bother, really, for goodness sake? Yeah, exactly right. And I mean, I mean, the last few weeks, this has kind of crept in. And maybe this is the playoffs that kind of gone a frustration. But we saw it at the end of Shrewsbury. It got a little bit fighty. It's frustration. Then. Really. It got a bit fighty against Rotherham. I mean, both teams were giving it some. Are you, is there going to be more fines? Do you think after Saturday? Possibly. Possibly not, I but... think. I think on just. I think you do on totting up of. Bookings don't. I mean, how was it five? Is it five that instigates a fine? I'm not, oh, sure. not sure. Maybe I've got that wrong. I thought I saw that somewhere. Yeah, no, I think that rings a bell. I'm, I'm not sure how many, but was, was there five or six yesterday for us? I mean, it was Just a lot. Um, I mean, the ref, to be. That's it. Oh, I can't. It's too small. Keep ref, going, Dave. Sorry. To be fair, the ref made a rod for his own back, didn't he? Because, to, you know, early early on in the game, he was letting things go, wasn't he? Um, which you, which you want to see. But then, um, yeah, I think players, uh, you know, players on both sides then started to take liberties. And, yeah, it was just card happy in the end, wasn't it? 
Yeah, um, five yellows on on Saturday for Ipswich, four for for Rotherham. I thought, yeah. I mean, you always think this when you watch your team. I thought their fans were very fussy. I thought the referee was doing quite a good job of trying to let the game play on, and then Kieran we'll talk went, about half time, won't we? And how that kind of went, my youngest son went, and he said the fans were all at it, all game mm. at it, and all round the stadium are at it, all game. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, something to uh, watch. I'm not saying it swayed, didn't sway the result, and I don't didn't sort of sway the referee, but yeah, in trying to let the game flow and perhaps letting one or, in the first half, letting one or two obvious ones go. Like I said, he probably made a rod for his own back later on. But yeah, yeah, and I, I thought mean, Nord was hard done by on a few occasions yesterday uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, he, he was, but does his reputation go away. before him yeah. a bit? To be fair, um, and then I mean, first half you had the. <laughs> The, the Selena pantomime incident. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. It's just that pure later, frustration. Yeah. It's, it's all it is, isn't it? It feels pure like it, frustration. Isn't it? Yeah. Having said that, the guy um, he was up against there, Rathbone, was like, oh, probably quite rightly man of the match. He was at it all game. Was he dogged when he really, yeah, really smart? Yeah, he's he's got. I think he had ten yellow cards for them going into the game. Did he? And, um, his, his, he's from midfield, has got the most tackles per average of any player. He's a. He's a, he's a like a, a, um, a ratter, isn't he? He really just gets <laughs> around, gets his foot in. But you know what I mean? He gets his foot yeah. in. And, good player. Good. Yeah. There was one pass there yesterday. Great pass. Just, Ooh, just, yeah, just the, yeah, whether he'd, he'd been, been offside or not. He can play as well. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, just, well, we'll get to this, but just more frustration again yesterday, really, after such a, again, really good start to the game. Yeah, it's a shame, wasn't it? Yeah, let's um, finish off the bits and pieces of news. Um, again, you mentioned this on Wednesday with Mikey. Mm. Leo Neal's departure, not really a surprise. Um, but uh, again, someone who has is maybe a little bit Marmite when it comes to the town sport. Obviously, the, the face for a large proportion of his um, of his time for Marcus Evans and maybe the dysfunction behind the scenes yeah, and I mean, rightly got people frustrated. But I think so, I Rich. Like, you know, I think you'd say under Evans, he was a, what's that, what's that phrase? Minister, almost a minister without portfolio type thing, mm. if you know what I mean. You Jack know, you know, trades. Look, he's Ipswich through and through, isn't he? Let's face it, came through, I think mean, he came through the Ipswich Academy. His father played for the FA Cup winning team with the likes of Walkie and Russell Osman and people like that back in the mid, you know, back in the mid 70s. Um, I mean, he just had so much, you know, under Evans. Obviously, funds were so funds were so scarce or reportedly scarce. I mean, he had so many jobs to contend. So, so I mean, he, he was academy manager and then director of football operations at the same time, wasn't he, for goodness sake? Yeah, I mean, and, it, and he was the last, yeah, of, of anyone who had a reasonable senior, I guess you would say, behind the scenes job at the club. He's the last remaining link from the old guard, isn't he? And yeah, that was no... And look, who knows? It may well have been contractual that he stayed on another year with a, you know, a bit of a, an agreement to, you know, phase phase other people into the phase other people into the club. I don't know, but yeah, good luck to the good luck to the lad. Yeah, I say he was, um, yeah, not an uh, not an easy job. Certainly not under the previous owner. I don't think. No, and maybe a bit unfairly maligned by the score. I, I can understand why. You know, the thing that I will always kind of recall from him is saying that there is no takeover. And I think maybe dismissing Paul Cook being um, appointed very quickly and yeah. both of those within a few days turn out to be inaccurate. But that's not necessarily so his fault, is it? You know, it's thrusted to the in front of a, a, a journalist and asked to answer a question. 
all he can do is do to the best of his knowledge. No. Uh, worth saying as well that Kieran Stanley from ITFC Women, the media officer who we speak to occasionally on the pre-match show, yeah. was really positive about um, Leo Neal. Said really kind things about how he's he's been part of integrating that team with the rest of the Ipswich Town squads. Yeah, um, he get um, Joe Sheehan gets mentioned in Leo Neal's parting remarks. Well, I think he was there either for the Southampton game or last week against Chichester and Stelsea. Right. So he took a real interest in the women's team actually, and I think um, really highly thought of by by folk there. So. We yeah, good luck well, to the, good luck to him. I'm, I'm sure he'll pick. I'm sure he'll pick up a position somewhere else. You know, obviously well qualified lad. You know, went mm-hmm. to Loughborough for goodness sake and got this, mm-hmm. you know academic qualifications for the job. So yeah, let's let they'll wish all good things for him. Really, I never had a problem with him. No, exactly right. Talking of ITFC women, they face London Bees later on or on Sunday at some point, depending when you're listening to this. Off the back of a very frustrating one or draw against Chichester and Celsius sponsored by the Friends of Blue Monday. Need to mention Chris, who was able to join me for that one. And we gave Bonnie Horwood our player of the match. It was one of those ones, very typical of the men's team at the moment, Dave, where, you know, you should, I guess we haven't had a game where we should turn up and win yet, but that was very much one of those ones. But the Southampton game obviously took it out of the team. And yeah, yeah, there's a lot of frustration and disappointment at full time, but we need to remember what a great season they've had. London Bees winnable yeah, game. They need to get second place, don't they? To you know, at least to get second place. To make yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't go. I couldn't go last week. But there was a um, what, I, what I did notice and see that there was a there was. I didn't realise this went on at that level. There was a, a sin. There was a sin binning. Yeah. So Paige Peak uh, was trying to build an attack from um, from defence because hmm. Chichester was sitting deep, so it was plenty of time on the ball for her. Yeah. Little niggly foul just outside our penalty area, which yeah, clip, yeah. Page Page wanted to play on for quite fairly because the advantage was there. Yeah. Referee called it back. She gave him a, a blast. piece of her mind with a word that he took exception to, and not only did she get put in the sim for ten minutes, she got a yellow card as well. And yeah, it was because we were. Um, there's kind of like now since the West Ham game, they've kept a little. It's going to say roped off area, but it's got a metal fence. But the sponsors get to sit in between the two dugouts or stand in between the two dugouts. So oh, yeah. it's really fascinating hearing oh, the coaching oh, oh, nice staff one. talk about that. Yeah. I had a really good chat with Joe Sheehan about time wasting before the game kicked off as well. So if you want to sponsor the team and get, you know, real close insights and access, then have a chat with Theo Bennyworth, Ipswich Town, about no, doing answer, sponsorship. Yeah. But yeah, so she was, was not happy. So was, was, surely there must have been, because if I'd have been watching, obviously not where you were sitting, but I would have been watching, and I thought, well, hang on, she's been sent off. What's going on? I, I had no idea that was... Did you? you we all had you, to get our phones out and Google the rules. We, oh, we, oh you, I was going to say, it totally... Yeah, it is a thing. Um, but wow. we didn't know that getting a booking was the same thing. And then when the linesman was right in front of us as well. And we were asking the lino, well, what happens if she gets a second yellow card then? Does that first one count? Yeah. I can't remember what he said, but it's a very confusing rule. Obviously, it's about dissent and avoiding and, you know, about promoting respect for the officials. Yeah, I don't, no, very I, weird again, situation. Not, not a problem with it. I mean, it, it, it's in it's in rugby. Only, the only time I, place I've ever seen that is in rugby. But, um, oh, yeah, good stuff. I mean, it was a, yeah, it was, it's sort of, it, it, you know, it's the least, the whole, it is how... It's, it's slightly different. I mean, we all know that we've been over this on the pod, something to promote the whole promotion thing slightly, slightly. I'm not askew because that's the rules. You know, when you enter the competition, start the seed, you know the rules. You have to finish top to, to have a chance to to get promotion. You know, obviously you do, but there's no, you know, no up and down top two or playoffs or anything like that. Just play off for the top spot. 
So, um, yeah, interesting, really interesting. And it, worth noting that the Northern Premier Division, Wolves won the league at a canter last week with four yeah. games left for them, I think. So, yeah, Wolves I mean, will be the favourite for that playoff game. And what you don't want is you end up finishing second Southampton, then Southampton come back next season because, yeah, uh, that's true. Or, you They're know, strong, if they, there's I mean, no we... sound that the rules are going to change either in terms of numbers up and down. So there makes was, it much I mean, fun. we were both at that. Obviously, you were there and I was there, that Southampton game a few weeks, two or three weeks ago, and they, were, they just totally dominated. I mean, that was a strange one. Again, that, was, that to kind us. of mirrored us a little bit, the, the men's team, where we're totally dominant first half, 1-0. Just a comfortable 1-0. I wouldn't say we should have been two or three up, but a comfortable 1-0, dominated possession, one all second balls, and then... Just a completely different game, second half. I yeah. mean, I think tactically Southampton changed um, and it was, yeah, just total domination. They deserved it. You could see, you know, they were, you know, really very much in control. And, yeah, very good side. The cup game was good as well. That was a really close game too, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, just a shame that it's kind of unraveled a little bit over the last, um, you know, over the last few weeks. But again, maybe as you said, that long season, the season has sort of taken its toll a little bit. And, and as I said just before as well, a pretty impressive season. The first oh, at this level, um, the supporters club are taking votes for player of the season. Who would you, who'd be your pick? Do you know what? Do you know, Royal Rich, the games I've seen, I think I've seen three or four. <clears throat> um, and in every game, it's, it's, I mean, they all stand out. They've all played really well. Do you know, the one that has impressed me most, who I think is perhaps a little bit unsung is the fullback summer hughes whenever i've seen her play oh, wow, she's yeah. always always and i don't think she played she was was it last week or the week she was away within england on an uh, uh, england youth level yeah i mean abby's been you know, you know abby left play, it's been fantastic you know i watch yeah. her play a left foot it's just brilliant page peak at the back i mean crikey you know striking a ball diagonal balls about 40 50 yards Bonnie Hillwood in midfield. But yeah, the one that's impressed me, and she's always good, always eager to get forward, usually delivers final ball is is, is Summer at right back. Yeah, I think she's whenever they, they, personally, whenever I've seen them play, she's always played to a really consistent level. There you go. That's a great shout that. I like the yeah, kind of an un, un, unsung hero of the team. No, I definitely I agree with that. Yeah, for me. Very good. Uh, yeah, I I'd probably out of loyalty. But also because of again consistency and quality on the ball, I think Laffy's got a really great shot. Oh, she's a lot of no, top no, six I, agree. Maker, I think now. Perhaps perhaps it was a bit too. Perhaps Laffy was a little, for me a little bit too obvious because we sponsor her. <laughs> but no, she's had a br- absolutely brilliant season. And um, yeah, yeah, there've been certain games we've been watching, and uh, yeah, we haven't really created much. And you just think, oh well, forget a free kick is more than a very much unlike the first <laughs> Yeah, but perhaps we'll get onto that. Um, yeah. yeah, her delivery is absolutely... And she can play, sorry. She's more than that. Yeah, she's what an amazing left foot. But yeah, I would say the young the young fullback has, has, has done really, really well. There you go. That's... Well, I'm happy to stand by you on that one. There's, there's the Blue Monday vote. There you um, go. Great stuff, Dave. Uh, we'll be back after this. With wings more crisp than a James Norwood finish, ribs meatier than Sam Morsey tackle, and chicken tastier than Wes Burns, favourite is Britain's tastiest chicken. And as a listener of the Blue Monday podcast, you can get 20% off by entering BM20 at the checkout. Order direct from their menu at chicken-ipswich.co.uk. They'll deliver anywhere within a 2.7-mile radius of the store. And if you're not quite as local as the Bond family, you can click and collect. The store is located just off Hadley Road. Favourite, Britain's tastiest chicken. Let's head to Yorkshire. 
And to Rock, did you like that? A bit of Yorkshire accent for you there. Pretty That's what good. that was, if anyone didn't really pick up on that. Um, and Rotherham, an out of form Rotherham, four defeats out of six going into this one, 22nd in the form table, if I recall my pre-match notes correctly. And the big news, Dave, was a league debut for, in- I think he's from Indonesia. I'm not sure. Has he got a million Instagram followers, Dave? I'm not too sure. Alkan Bagger made his first. Yeah, it was a lot of conjecture throughout the week. He was pulled out of the 23s game earlier in the week, wasn't he? He's been um, on the bench, I think, the last few games and, you know, always been in and around the the squad now for the last, well, you know, the the match day squad for, you know, when he's not on the bench, you see him sort of, you know, walking up in his tracksuit and stuff with the squad. So probably since... New Year, probably under McKenna, probably. Um, yeah, after Cameron Burgess's indiscretion at Shrewsbury last week. Um, yeah, we we thought, well, will we, you know, will we put him into, you know, such a big game, you know, atmosphere on Sky? They need to win. They're going for promotion. They're big and physical. And it, is it the game? But it's the old adage, you know, if they're if they're good enough, they're old enough type thing. And um, yeah, great to see. I mean, people, there was sort of conjecture about maybe moving Thompson inside to, to, from left-back. But look, he's not our player. Um, no, really, really pleasing to um, really pleasing to see that. The one, you know, a bright spot over the last, since pro, the Plymouth game, let's face it. Um, yeah, the brightest spot, probably. And Thompson slotting in alongside him instead of Penny, presumably, to provide a little bit more defensive cover. A little bit more would. defensive, I think, and a bit more physical. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And otherwise, the only other change, Selena coming in for Chaplin. No real surprises there. Potentially Selena, one of the one of the squads who got ill two weeks ago that was mentioned in the pre-match before yeah. Shrewsbury. As, as for Rotherham, there was definitely a case of a bit of pack shuffling in their defeat to Pompey yeah, midweek. Changes, I think. And yeah, and then and then on Saturday as well, um a little bit of weirdness. So Richard Wood it was really difficult for me to, when I talked about him in the pre-match to keep not say my own name. So Richard Wood, just a singular Wood, no Woods or Woodwards. Um, getting on a bit now, I think it's 36 um, and was caught out a little bit for the, certainly the second goal. So no surprise really that uh, Warren tries to bring a bit more pace into the team. So Edmunds Green comes in for him. He's on loan from Huddersfield. Jay Harding in for Joe Matic, although... Harding generally plays on the right, but he was playing on the left-hand yeah, side. Joe Matic, how old is he? Uh, Joe yeah, Lester, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, Michael Smith, we know about. A little bit out of form and is going to come into form, sadly, for us. Um, but the strikers alongside him, Coyote played midweek, but has only scored one goal in about 20 appearances. The other guy, Ladapo, had had a really yeah. good season up till January and then handed in a transfer request that didn't kind of pay off. No one came in for him, so he's still there. And that possibly is a little bit of unsettled thing there. So Michael yeah. Miller coming in for him. And you mentioned Ollie Rathbone at the start. He came in for Daniel Barlazer, which was a bit of a surprise because Barlazer has been pretty much never present in the defensive midfield position there. So a little bit of jiggery-pokery from Paul Warren, certainly trying to find some form from mm. somewhere. It was interesting. Mm. I mean, it was a Gareth Ainsworth's point in the pre-match analysis that sometimes managers just make a tactical change just to give players something to engage their Think brains. But, yeah. but it didn't, it, it didn't look familiar with it, Dave, did they? And, and that possibly helped us. No, yeah, you, know what? It was, you know, it was the injury really. Unfortunately, they, um, <laughs> 
almost fortunately for them and unfortunately for us, <laughs> they got the, we'll get onto it, but they got the injury sort of midway through the first half, which sort of changed things, didn't it? There was a change, definitely a change of formation formation there. And I think that um, that certainly um, helped them far, far more than it helped us. Not saying that Warren wouldn't have perhaps done it at half time or something, but yeah, it was um, a bit um, unfortunate for us, that one. Yeah, I did feel like, as you said, it played into his hands a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to dwell too much into the, the match action because there isn't a great deal of clear-cut stuff, but the key one really for for us is this chance in eight minutes. A lovely a ball over the top by Luco, and Burns doesn't do a huge amount wrong here, does he? Oh, what, what a ball. What an assist. Um, I mean, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You can almost take a touch. You can almost have taken a touch. Almost. I mean, yeah, okay. Did a ball bobble? Really? He's just got to adjust and put it. You know, from what was he, six, five, six yards? I mean, and, and you would have probably had all our strikers at the moment. That's who you wanted it to have fallen to. Um, you know, scored the week before. Yeah, he just, I don't know, just takes his eye off it. Almost goes with it with the wrong foot. Tries to put it in with his left foot, which isn't his strongest foot. You think he's just lash it in with his right. Yeah. Oh, all right, you'll hit him then across the ball as it comes in. But, you know, 1-0, crowd get edgy. You're on top. For, you know, you're on top. Different, when I say it, so you'll be saying this every week, score early or whatever. Different game from then on, isn't it? It's got to score. Yeah. Got to and they score. would definitely know if you, you say. And then, as you say, the injury I mean, even to... after that. Second. Even after that, well in control. Again, yeah, yeah, well in yeah. control. Winning pretty much every second ball or certainly falling for us. Playing with confidence. One brilliant part. I mean, Bagger. What really made me sit up. There was one where he had a little bit shaky start. I think he paid Morsium with a bit of a hospital ball. There was one left foot ball up the line for Norwood yes. about 40 yard or up the line. For, uh, yeah, kids two footed as well. So Lovely. Yeah, yeah lovely. Yeah, little little, little bits and that. pieces. Yeah, yeah. <clears> but... And as you say, the the injury to Miller then leads to this shift in momentum. You can see yeah, it can here see on it. the Look green blocks here or for those watching on YouTube. And then we, we're out of the game really. And it's Barlazer who I mentioned who yeah. comes on the kind of screening yeah. midfielder, but he's got a good dead ball in his yeah. locker as well. He's won his last four games for Rotherham when he's played against Ipswich as well. So he knows how to be. He's a, he's a decent player. I was, I was surprised that he was left out, but... I liked again, him. Paul I Moore liked, to make well, obviously happen. Rathbone did a, did a job, didn't he? And he looked, I yeah. thought he was he was good, competitive. I quite liked Wiles. There was that one ridiculous yeah. run in the um, in the first half. I quite liked him as well. Yeah, some 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 good players there. And, well, we'll get on to it afterwards. But what a what a couple of days they've had. Crikey. Well, and Rathbone <laughs> is kind of in two bits of action at the end of the first half. One is what looks like a penalty for me by foul on yeah. Janassian. Late, yeah. And then Selena, is this a red card or is, season, isn't it? has the rules been, I think they were on Sky, they were talking about the rules have been changed or the referees have been given an instruction because I think there was a similar moment at Huddersfield earlier in the week after a penalty against Luton, I think it was, where there was Hands a in shove. The chest. I but mean, is it, is it, it yeah. again, is it type of excessive force? I mean, he does go over theoretic, th- he does. pretty theoretically, he as, as you would expect him to. Um Hands were laid on it. The hands were definitely laid on it. It's just frustration from Selena, isn't it? And we've seen this, you know, all, you know, we spoke about the Cambridge, um, you know, earlier on, um, you know, right through the squad in recent weeks. You know, I think 
the squad can see that, you know, on our day with, you know, some football we play and every, everyone watching the game, you know, the summarizers and stuff, the commentators are, oh, you know, fantastic football, you know, when Ipswich get the passing game together, you know, there's no one really in this, almost there's no one in this division to touch them. So it's, it's pure, pure frustration. And Rathbone, it was a naughty foul on Selena. I thought they might Sneaky have booked one. him for that and that might have actually nicked Cheap shot. Yeah. in the bud. But Selena frustrated shot. because he, he didn't really contribute for me. We'll talk about that more at the end. No, he didn't. Second half begins and it's still quite feisty. Norwood gets a booking for a kind of a, an arm in the face of Uriquay, which I thought was he was going for the ball. And I think the commentators on Sky thought similarly. But, yeah, because his eyes are on the ball, isn't it? His eyes on the ball. So you can't, no one jumps like you know, this. Is my always at my point. No one jumps like this for Christ's sake. You have to. You, you leave when you jump. You leave it with your arms. Yeah. And and Aluko is going to get booked partway through the second half for going in for a fifty-fifty at a corner. Oh, that was a joke. And, I'm sorry, that was an yeah. absolute joke. Because if you're his manager, you're going to bollock him afterwards for not. You know, if he pulls away from that, you're going to bollock him for not going for it. Aren't yeah, exactly. You? That's right. an absolute joke. And the fact the keeper that, gets yeah, injured is, is unfortunate. On the isn't chest, it? But yeah. he has fifty-fifty challenge. You know, attacker against goalkeeper. Um, but Rich, right, right from the start, second half, um, every single second ball they were, they were, they were landing on it. When they went, um, you know, and it was, it was a fifty-fifty. We were always there. Made some somehow made it into a seventy-thirty or a sixty-forty, and ended up giving cheap fouls away. And the number of free kicks, I kind of get McKenna a little bit sour grapes afterwards. I, you know, I get that, but he sort of got a point. I mean, my God, how how much was the ball in play second half? You know, mm. maybe just lumping in free kicks and corners. But you need that in this division. You need it. It was an absolute masterclass. We'll talk about the goal oh. now. I do want to talk about Wolfenden's Titus Bramble-esque run. Oh. We'll come back to that. But but. As soon as you know, this is this is a lesson that Kieran McKenna and, and the team needs to learn, which is firstly take your chances when you get them, but the second one is is manage the game. And yeah. from the seventy eighth minute, is it when the goal goes in? I think we barely we don't got have out a of their sniff. Half. We did not. No, have a, no, 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 I don't think we barely got in their half. And you compare yeah, that absolutely. to Shrewsbury and Oxford performances, Man. where. You know, we don't get the second goal, fine, okay. But we're not particularly good at running down the clock. And Rotherham were great at that. And oh. the referee was on to us for time-wasting. Some of the There's best Denassian throw-ins and stuff, isn't there? But at least, I mean, at least, to be fair, the ref, at least, he, and, and well, he added on nine. I mean, nine, yeah, there yeah. were injuries to it. Well, it was quite, you know, he was down sort of four or five minutes. I mean, and for once, I think we, we said on our chat, he said, all oh, right, for once the ref's got this right, nine minutes, brilliant, you know. We, I, I don't think we got out of our half. No. I don't think uh, we got out of the right corner, actually. <laughs> no, I think the only thing I can recall is, is Piggott, a ball into Piggott and him being surrounded by three players. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Let's talk about this no, goal. You're right. It was, it was a lesson, but Rich, again, yesterday, you know, when we did have a chance, us corners and free kicks and set plays again are just dreadful. Yeah, not good enough. God. Smith. And you need that at this level. We've all said it. You need that. You need to share. It's, you know, you're not going to score the perfect goal. You're not going to score a beautiful goal. Well, not at any level, for Christ's sake. You're not unless you're Man City or Liverpool or something like that. But, you know, they need to be so much better, really. I, I don't think... I can't remember the last time we got a corner and we won the first header. I'm struggling. I really am. Mm. Well, there was a stat someone posted on Twitter, which I can't recall it, but it's something like a load of corners and 
no attempts on goal and all that kind of stuff. No. But but in terms of plan B, a lot of people coming out yesterday, and we've got a question about it too, about tactics and having a plan B. A plan B for me not isn't necessarily that you jettison your tactic because you're not you're not being effective. Plan B is someone has a shot from range, or you get a free kick or a corner and you score from that. That to me is is just as viable a plan B. But we just don't have the people in and the just squad. Just be solid. A plan B is to also again solid. Don't concede. I've got to say, second half yesterday. But all, I'd say all through the game yesterday, Morsey was the most ineffective. I've, I've seen him in an yeah. Ipswich shirt, I think. And when he's ineffective, Backinson's ineffective as well, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? Yeah, but yeah, Backinson was off it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. No, it was... Um, no, they did. Um, look, fair play to them. They needed a ball on the back of three straight defeats. I don't know. We, we laugh and say, oh, don't worry. Ipswich are coming into town. It's a soft touch. On Sky. Yeah, and Sky. Well, I mean, that's incredible. Isn't it? What was it? Three and... Is that right? Three 35? and 34, did I? Oh, yeah, three and 35 now. Is that... I mean, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they, they, yeah, they, they did an absolute number on us. And fair play, you know. But like I said, three. They needed to win three games, but you know, ultimately, like I said a little bit earlier, what a weekend for them, for Christ's sake! Unbelievable. Yeah, well, it pans out. We'll get to that, obviously. Yeah, the, let's talk about the goal very briefly because it's it comes about from this long throw in on the right hand side, and we just don't clear we the ball. There's an early it, it, initial block, isn't know, there? I know, but I know. Again, amongst our chat, we were saying, "Was oh, that a foul on?" Back and sent. Nah. Really, he's not pushed. I thought that blocked. initially, but it's nah. clever. It's quite clever. I think it's, it's Edmonds. It's Edmonds Green. I think. I think Harding takes the throw. I think it's Edmonds Green. You know, we've all said it. If you don't get that first header, you get you let a bouncing ball bouncing around your six-yard box. It's only going to lead to. It's certainly likely to lead to attempt attempt on goal. I think. Um, it's obviously two-two has a shot. Unbelievable block. I think a combination. I think it's Bagger, but a combination of either Bagger and Wolford and brilliant. And um, I think Sam Parkinson on the EFL show, Bagger was really unlucky. He really bigged him up, didn't he? Um, clever from Smith because you, if you follow, if you watch them, if you watch it back, it's really clever from Smith. You'd think you know he would be there around the penalty spot, six foot three or four, or what he is, you know, winning the header. But he's so clever, he sort of peels back, and just waits in case it drops and. Yeah, it's, it's a good finish. You know, he just uses Wolfenden as a shield. And yeah, Walton, who again yesterday, other than not other than that, he had no chance, was brilliant again yesterday. What yeah. he had to do. Um, yeah, it's a good finish, isn't it? Typical, yep. you know, ain't scored in seven games. You think you'd scuff that one wide? No. Just place it nonchalantly in the corner. Off we go. And we dealt with him pretty well. I mean, he had had stuff. I think we did. Goal, but... I really think we yeah. did. I mean, you know, Wolfenden and Bay. I mean, that run from Wolfenden was just insane, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, talk to us about that, Dave. Oh, I mean, I mean he... Bramble did we again? Someone said on our chat that it was Bramble-esque. You know, that we all remember the Sunderland one and several more that season, and you know, which he could do. But it was just the way, and you know, he sort of bought the ball forward and glided, glided past players, and then. You know, even got into their half and then sort of knocked it around, knocked it, got the touch, knocked it around the player, and wasn't the worst ball. No, final ball, but maybe just not the didn't option. Try pick anyone up. It's not as if he scuffed yeah. it or anything. He put it in a good area, but yeah, could he have been a bit more precise? But I suppose when you've just run eighty yards, to be fair, you just want to put <laughs> it in a good area. Um, yeah, and again, it didn't fall for it. Good strike from, good strike from Burns. Good save from the keeper, probably. Yeah, that was the, yeah, that was that was the the, well, the only real clear chance we had second half, wasn't it? Pretty much as far as I remember. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, let's look at the attacking momentum. But after you know that was just before they scored as well, and yeah, you know, those moments, key moments like that, just oh, not going for us. Nah. You know, he made all the subs. Yeah, and they made any difference to us. You know, here's the attacking not yesterday. Momentum. God dear. Um, 
yeah just not just not good enough and you know i'm trying to yeah it's a bit small this um but in the end dominate possession but look at total shots three was it on you know, target they've dominated us on that it's very small yeah. i should have made that a bit bigger but yeah just and telling moments isn't it and as you said a really great day for rotherham having turned their form around Incredible Wigan day. and mk dons both lose um on the telly um, i didn't see it apparently Bannon's called oh, Bannon. a worldie, didn't he? Oh, volley from like 35 yards, yards out <laughs> over the keeper. Yeah, it Kieran, my son got back and said, Dad, you've got to see this guy. And I haven't had a chance to look at it this morning, but apparently it's an absolute yeah, worldie. Quality. I mean, it is tight there now. I mean, look, okay, we can finally concede. <laughs> there is no sort of permutations or anything. Mathematically, we will not get in the playoffs, but my God, it's tight, isn't it? It is and very, very tight. Lots of teams now. on form and they're all beating each other. Wick and beating Plymouth and all that Oxford, kind of stuff. Oxford, you've got to say now, are gone, you yeah. think, because of the others. I mean, yeah, so one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, so, yeah, there's seven. There's, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, I wouldn't like to, I mean, Sunderland, Sunderland are the form team at the moment and they just keep pulling it out of the bag, don't they? Every yeah. single week. Um I did see you. It's a shame not to be part of it, but yeah, it's it's exciting. And what's worse, Dave, is we're going to miss out on ninth, potentially, aren't we? Down to 10th Maybe even miss out on 10th. Yeah, Bolton recovered for us. (laughs) I mean, you'd hope with the net, well, yeah, I mean, depending on, um, you know, if, not beyond the realm's ability, we don't get a result against Wigan, a positive, you know, a win against Wigan and um, and, and Bolton win, we're we're 11th. Mm. Oh, dear. Four, 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 four. We, the both uh, for the last two weeks, Morsey um, and this week Burns have both said we need to be more ruthless. I think that's true. But is there something to be said for the lack of creativity? I've got a game for you, Dave, and I've even made theme music. Are you ready for Come this? Come on. Go on, Here it comes. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Oh, if you don't hear music, by the way, on YouTube, it's because they've got to us and they've room they don't like fun on youtube um and or us borrowing stuff from other places so the music will be familiar for those listening on the pod hopefully there you go Mate, what a talent. Again. Right, how good are you Whoa. come on give it to me brucey you're brucey, brucey then um i can't do the voice like <laughs> um <laughs> I want to know. Nice to see you. No, I can't. No, no, not well. These stats are not nice to see. So I will give you. So um, we'll play play your stats. ITFC stats, right? We're going to do okay. assist makers for Ipswich Town this season. I'll start you with a six. Lead assist maker Burns. So the next one's going to be very easy for you. So um, where's Burns? A six. How many has Lee Evans got? Higher or lower than a six? Lower. Yeah, he's got three. Sammy Morsey, higher or lower than a three? Assists. Assists. I can't wait. I think it might be lower. Can lower? Yeah. Wrong. He's got five, oh. Sammy Morsey. Yeah. Bit okay. of resurgence. What about Selena? Higher or lower than a five? Sammy Morsey. Um, he's got, yeah, he's got to be higher, hasn't he? He's got the I'll same. It's a trick question. It's a trick question, but same. five. Five, um, yeah, okay, yeah. What about Macaulay Bond, higher or lower than a five? Assists, we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be lower, surely. Yeah, do you want to give me a guess? How many? Two. Two, correct. Hey! Matt Penny, higher or lower than a two? 
Oh, yeah, that might be a one. I'd say it's lower. a one, correct? Yeah. Oh, you're all um, over it. George Edmondson, higher or lower than a one. George Edmondson assists. Flick on from corners. Can't remember many of those. He might not be. He might be zero. He's a two. Ooh, He's got more assists okay. than Matt Penny. Yeah. Um, what about James Norwood? Higher or lower than a two? I uh, I think he's higher, probably Norwood. Just one more than George Edmondson, a three oh for Norwood. Finishing with Connor Chaplin, higher or lower than a three? Yeah, he's got to be higher, sure. Yeah, I'd say higher. Lower. No. Two. Oh. <laughs> and that leads me to my question, Dave, is we, we bemoan maybe the strikers, and I think quite rightly because <laughs> there have been some wasteful finishing, but uh, creativity know, oh my god I was on Suffolk after the game with, with um, Matthew who was berating me about bemoaning the strikers and, and we both agreed that the left hand side doesn't contribute a huge amount in terms of assists but where the assists don't you know Morsey's doing quite well there yeah. seen her unsurprisingly but Chaplin Aluko we not even mentioned Aluko his name it doesn't stack think, up does it I mean it, no. it, well, sorry it doesn't stack up sorry it does stack up it's there's just the, there's the full list of assists horrific makers. And I'm not seeing Aluko in there. You know, Hayden Colson's got more assists than Sonny Aluko. <laughs> oh, what an what a assist he got for that. Was it the Bond header? At, at, when was that? At Lincoln, wasn't it? That was his assist, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Was it not his cross? I think. Um, Vincent Young's got that's three. His one. Dana- what a season Donassian's had. What a season he's had. But yeah, just, yeah. There's something to be said here for the lack of. Chance is being created by anyone in the team, really. Well, I, I mean, that right that, you know, we, we've said that there hasn't been many occasions, and certainly in recent weeks, probably since me in McKenna's reign, where you've had glaring misses like Norwood yesterday because they just haven't, we just haven't been in those positions. Mm. I can't remember many. So, not like that, it, you know, that creating a, a missing like that. I just, just, just can't. It's a lot of great football. A lot of football we've said, you know, when it's not being critical of Burns or Donassian, you know, there was recent games, was it the Cheltenham game, maybe in the Cambridge game, could have even been the Plymouth game. I can't remember where he's got to the line and, you know, and just absolutely blitzed the ball across yeah. the six yard box, you know, really hasn't picked anyone out. It's that's a Thompson and Penny special as well. They do that, yeah, yeah. With, so, yeah. Uh, who knows, you know. I know we said about Colson with that assist, you know, that assist, I think, for the bong goal at Lincoln, you know, had he stayed fit, you know, you might have seen a bit more, a bit more from there. But I mean, this season very much like crikey, many other seasons recently is what might again, what might have been, what should have been probably again. I'll um, tell you, so we'll talk about Wigan at the end and tell you that Max Power is leading the assists for Wigan. He's got 11 assists this season. And I don't yeah. think he's played in too many. I think he might have only made, I'm trying to remember the appearances. I'm not sure he's played every single game, but I, wow. I, I'll talk about, well, I'll, I'll save it for the end. We'll put it this way. There are two players. There's one player who we all know who has got as many assists as Wes Burns, who's our lead assist maker, and he plays up front. So there you go. Um, so there you go. Shall I play the music a, one more time? Like a nice breakfast. Oh yeah, go on, do it. Let's yeah, do the absolutely. music one more time before we go and do some questions. Mm-hmm. 
what else are you going to do at 6.30 on a Sunday morning? Nothing for you. Get nothing for a pair. Not in this game. <laughs> there we go. Maybe we'll bring that one back at some point in the future. Well done, Dave. I sprung that on you. Hopefully no, not no, 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 as the CV Rich, game. Not half as painful as the CV game used to be. Yeah. Let's, um, let's jump into the questions. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wes Burns running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And thank you to everyone, as always, for the questions. Um, ben, we'll start with Ben Dawkins' question here. First time watching a full 19 since Charlton at home. Lots of possession, but still no cutting edge or threat from set pieces. And when we need to do something different, a like-for-like like change. I'm right behind McKenna, but should he try something different when we've been sussed out? I think, I think, yeah. I mean, hearing Matthew on the commentary, you know, I've always long since championed that, but two up front. You know, yeah. and there's permutations of that, but certainly I think so. You know, and and in game, definitely. Yeah, and it does it does come back. You know, there's different for as we said before, different forms yeah. of Plan B. But this, yeah, it's not this I'm, configuration. I'm not, of... People, Ben will be saying, "Oh, he's on about four four two. No, I'm not on it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in any way sort of promoting four four two here. But you know, like I said, a different different permutation of trying of at least getting two up front. Yeah, because because so. yeah, the, I mean the configuration yesterday of the two tens and a forward didn't, we didn't have the ball up that end of the field too much, particularly second half. You can, what's the I mean, worst? When you, but, but you know, when you sit, when you hear the team and you think, Oh wow, God, flipping neck, you know, okay, Norwood up front, but we've got Selena and Selena and, um, um, and Aluko playing perhaps that's almost pivotal 10 role. You think, wow, this is awesome. Look forward to this, but yeah, never, never really in it. Really. Never really so, yeah. first 15 probably, but yeah, just didn't, didn't happen. Advocating a little bit, yeah, different there up front, Ben, by the look of it. FBL Tractor, does Baggett's assured league debut show us we shouldn't be scared to promote Humphreys and Simpson? 
Yeah, well, look, we've done it to death, haven't we, Simpson? I think we've done it to death on the pod, certainly on the on the various forums and stuff like that about his contract and God knows what's going, you know, God knows what's going on there. You know, he hasn't even featured in a featured in a squad yet since his return from Swindon. So it seems that the the management are um and you know Ashton and the management are sort of really keeping a hard you know keeping a hard line on that one. Um, who knows? Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't at all be surprised, certainly, to see, I guess, assume Humphreys in the 18 for Tuesday. Yep. Uh, Elmazuni there on the bench yesterday. Is it? Elmazuni, yeah. Yeah. I just feel sorry for Elmazuni because whenever he's coming to see him, I seem to remember Sheffield Wednesday at home. He did a really <laughs> great job on Bannon, didn't he? Oh, he did. And he did. Yeah. I, just, I, I know that both he and Morsey, I think, are, doing, are on Ramadan at the moment. And that's obviously difficult for fitness and stuff like that. So I mean, that's, a, that's them... a very good point you make actually yesterday about about Morsey. It's, it's a it is a good point. So I forgot about that. That yeah, he just didn't look. I mean, you never see Morsey get caught on the ball, do you? Never, yeah. never do you see him get caught on the ball. And yesterday, two or three times. All right, they're at it. They're in our faces. Second half, you saw him get caught. But yeah, a good point you make there. Maybe that it must be a factor. It has to be a factor. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe just for energy and... levels, surely. Yeah, exactly it. right. Yeah, yeah, and him, him, and Ilmazuni together probably is is a little bit too much of a, yeah. a pressure on the other one in terms of fitness. Isn't it? So yeah, it'd be interesting to see Humphreys there and Piggott came on. Dave, would you start Piggott on Tuesday? Yeah, what, what, what have we got to lose? Probably, yeah. you know, I think so. Again, not really featured, but what he did do yesterday, you know, ball played up to him. Thought, what's a difficult ball to take? But yeah, nice. You know, kept possession, touched it on first time, touch around the corner and stuff. Found a player. Um, he just didn't have a chance to make a make an impact. But yeah. I think I would. Yep. Um, Maurice or Maurice Cloud, Claude. ITFC now surprisingly in the bottom half of the form league, according to Maurice. Plenty Hell, of potential yeah. causes. Slash, sorry, plenty of potential. Slash causes of for optimism but shows the scale of the task head strikers obviously biggest issue wonder if mckenna would have kept will keen his type of player a bit too expensive for us now yeah probably so yeah 20 goals yeah i'll talk about will keen shortly but yeah we'll need what type um, of striker do you think mckenna's going to go for because a lot of people get excited about cole stockton and and joe ironside i just worry that we talked about this on the telegram group didn't we the, um that it's got it has potential for piggott hasn't it, situation that they've done well for one club I mean, and yeah. we assume they'll just hit the ground running for us. The ideal is, is going to be young, mobile and free scoring. <laughs> Quick as well, needs to Quick, be you are, yeah. pace. Young, mo- yeah. young, mobile, pacey, free scoring. Five million quid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they grow on trees, don't they? It's interesting. Well, you've got Sam Williams, haven't you? You had a recruitment. Hopefully he'll have yeah. plenty of people on his list. Yeah. Chris Rand, game changer in Ashton, talking of transfers have never failed to surprise us from 19 players coming in last summer to a genuinely left field choice of manager how surprising could they be this summer give us a really outrageous I mean I prediction. don't expect this I think we all we but surely well it won't be another 19 I mean that was just unprecedented yeah. wasn't it and then it look it, it, it didn't help did it because I know and I'm not going to use the g word but yeah it, it does take time just for the the whole squad to Knit as a squad, I guess you'd, you'd, I guess you'd say, let alone finding the, you know, the best eleven. So, <clears throat> I think we've said on our chat that maybe we can see maybe six or seven out, and maybe the same number, the same number in, perhaps, yeah. and maybe some surprise in that. You know, you've got to look at, you know, uh, yeah, the loan signings: Selena, Bon, 
I'll be very surprised if we, I mean, who would have said this back in November? I'll be very surprised if, if Bon is with us next season. You know, mm-hmm. let, let's face it, you know, what he had 10, 11 goals by the end of actually, October, wasn't it? In, in November. Um, everybody's saying, oh, this is terrible. You know, QPR could be recalling him for goodness sake over the Christmas period. Just hasn't worked for him since. Just one reason, one reason or another. I know perhaps, um, you know, personally, there's been some sort of issues. Um, with his personal life, really, you know, sad, sad issues. Some, which again is a, is a factor for these for these guys. Um, Selena, he, he, he's the one. He's uh, I just don't know because he should be so good, and he is. I mean, in flashes, he should be so good, shouldn't he? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he uh, again, I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm not sure there either. Are you? No, well, I, I like the idea of Selena in a League One team, <sighs> but. You know, as we were talking about before, in terms of goals and contributions and so on, it's not enough. And yesterday enough. he did Aluko, disappear, didn't he? He did. Um, Aluko, I think, seems to be. You know, he's the one who surprised me. Maybe again, not his greatest game yesterday. No, yeah, just wasn't. Um, sounds like he. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he might stay. Perhaps I know he's thirty-three, but seemingly he's a really good influence. Yeah, influence around the club. I mean, I know you don't keep players just for that, but you know, for me, he certainly contributed. Certainly at League One. <clears throat> he can still continue to contribute. Obviously, looks after himself. Um, but yeah, this a Thompson. Yeah, not for me. I don't think. I think no. we need our own. Yeah, get a full not back in there. Backinson either. No, no. After you know, perhaps again, you you sort of kind of saw the limitations there there yesterday when Morsey was slightly off it and sort of getting dominated. Yeah, Backinson really didn't contribute, did he? Um, I think we've missed Evans. I think Evans was just yeah. really growing into him and Morsey. Um, I think I said before on the pod, maybe last week or midweek with Mikey, that also his set plays were, his set plays were, were better. Um, obviously working on those. Um, yeah, it was just unfortunate. Yeah, again, it's Ipswich. I mean, now every team gets these injuries, but you know, Jackson came in was fulfilling that role brilliantly that he wanted him to play. Really, I'd say he wasn't ripping it up, but he was scoring, scoring the odd goal. Um, giving you that pace you need up there. He gets injured, he's out. I, uh, yeah. But you look, it'd be interesting, some of the younger players, as again we said, player like Edwards, <clears throat> Harper, who I have seen has actually been starting now for crew the last four games and playing 90 minutes as well. Um, you know, full pre-season under McKenna for those two. Yeah, both, both really promising young players, really, really promising. So, yeah, and another interesting, um, interesting summer. My prediction, I'm not sure it's particularly outrageous, is I think there'll be four or five players who we signed for fees last summer who will be sold or will leave. Wow. Ooh, I think there'll be that great. many. Um, and partly because I think it might be pathway related. We know that McKenna is, has reduced the squad numbers to make yeah. the likes of Bagot have I'm, more of an I'm opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And I think he'll be keen to do that as well. But I just think there are players who are not justifying wages or, you know, who are certainly more than capable players, but just don't fit. And I think there might be some surprise departures is my prediction on based on nothing whatsoever, Chris, but you asked for an outrageous prediction. So there you go, four or five. I mean, one of them, Haladki, I think is not a surprise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you know, there's going to be, yeah. maybe the, there's some, there's some names in there that won't surprise too many. But I think there will be some others in there that might. So, I mean, Ladke's been quite heavily linked with Aberdeen this week. Yeah, his former manager was TWTD reported maybe yeah. not linked 
as strongly as others think. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I think you're again, that's his, his previous manager was his manager at St Mirren. I think was Jim Goodwin. Right. I think. Yep, rings about. Um, so yeah, that, that I mean, Haladki certainly certainly wouldn't be a surprise. Is what we do as backup. Then I mean, I don't even think um, Holy's been getting a start at Port Vale. Yeah, uh, Port vale. I think he's out of contract, think, isn't he? Uh, sorry. Is highly out of contract. This I think he might be. That's a good point. Also, he I might think, be out of contract. So another prediction is that we'll have a big name goalkeeper sign, but it will be a big name goalkeeper from about five years ago. Yeah, I quite like the. We talked about this on the Telegram group as well, which I definitely recommend getting involved. The chat is more and more people get involved. The chat gets really diverse. Really enjoyed it. I quite like the idea of a of an experienced number two backup keeper who isn't going to expect or demand first team games but he's got to, enough experience to step in when you need we it. need to get we need to get in the cycling gk we need there to get you him go ben foster. foster get in the cycling GK. he's out of contract oh, sorry imagine he's out of contract as well in the summer oh my god get him in oh my god unbelievable giving yeah. us all hope there you yeah. go two more questions which i kind of i'll try and stick together Dave Gort, uh, without Jackson to run in behind to make space yeah. for the tens, should McKenna consider two up top? There you go. Yeah. With a sore number ten to try and work the opposition defence more yep. and create more chances, and then Paul Westlake um, from the Telegram group: If teams stop Burns and JD, they remove our threat. Do you think a left-sided attacking option is um, is a, 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 a more important than the striker we're looking for? If they get no novice or no service, what use are the forwards? So no, I agree. You, you mentioned two up front already, but left-sided options probably chief yeah. top of the list. No, I, I agree. I agree. He want to get that, yeah, that left that left wing back role sorted fairly quickly. Yep. Good questions there. Thank you everyone for getting your questions in there. Um, really helpful to drive the debate and continue putting Dave on the spot, which is what we're here to do. In terms of bits and pieces coming up on the pod, worth looking out, obviously for next week in the game against Wigan, which we'll talk about in a sec. Uh, Wednesday night we'll do our normal live Q&A but obviously that will be focusing on the post-match after Wigan we've got the usual shows for crew coming up pre-match and the flagship show Friday morning and Sunday lunchtime slash afternoon do join the Blue Monday Telegram group we've talked about that link on the website bluemondayitfc.co.uk and when you join just don't forget to turn off your notifications if you're not joining in the match day chat. A few of our, our membership morning or afternoon to you guys came back to find 250 messengers, I think it was, wasn't it? So, yeah, have you have you, busy. have you enjoyed that, Dave? It's good, isn't it? Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, really busy. It's busy. Like I said, I said to Mikey on Wednesday that um, <clears throat> sometimes I'll be sitting here in the afternoon, so my, you know, my phone's here, I'm working. And I'll go into a Teams meeting or something like that. And something's happened to cause debate. And I'll come out of the meeting, literally, as you said, and it's like 70 notifications in about three quarters of an hour. I mean, yeah, it's really back and forth. It's really good. Really brilliant. And um, we'll keep it going through the summer, obviously, as well. But yeah. yeah, the first two weeks are on us. So now is the time to kind of sign up whilst there's still fixtures. But I'm sure when we get into silly season, when it comes to transfer rumours and all that kind of fun stuff, new kits coming out, yeah. there'll be lots of debate there. So oh, the Monday, kit, yeah itfc.co.uk the link to join the Telegram Self and Mikey were debating at quite um, for a reasonable level the other night we think a Fred Perry sponsored kit would be pretty cool oh yeah you hipsters you bloody love that kind of stuff the no. big old big old laurel like, on the front like that <laughs> awesome not stolen. we either, mentioned no. of course then we got into debate about kits and we mentioned your um, your uh, your your uh, two-tone your comedy oh. two-tone shirt which I trust you've still got bagged up have you it's bagged up bagged oh. and tagged yeah, I'm keeping that safe. That's yeah, an investment. Yeah. 
I think so. Yeah, I think it's already gone up ten quid in price on I would Best think on eBay. So, so yeah. yeah, keeping that very nice and safe and pristine. We, we, we both said, I think um, Joe mentioned that because Joe obviously like like most most on our, most on the team is a is a a kit fiend, and he he, he thinks Hummel Hummel would be quite nice. We're quite. I like love that. Hummel. Yeah, we love that, don't we? I keep hearing a lot of chat about Umbro though on Twitter, which um, I it's yeah. fine, but Hummel for me, yeah, would be cool. ideal. Yeah. Um, I don't know who makes Wigan's kits. Maybe it's JD Sports or whoever it is, um, DW, I don't know. Um, but they are next for us. They are, what about that for a segue? I'm only my host's Just Easter eggs today. today. Like, You're all over it. Off the back of a defeat, a surprise defeat to Cambridge. <laughs> Not, you know, winning at, winning at home to Cambridge isn't for everyone. Um, their first loss, at, um, their first loss of any kind um, since losing to Sunderland in late February. But they still top the league by four points. <laughs> they're on a bit of a bad run, Dave. No wins in their last two matches. Yeah. Um, so draw nil nil with Burton. Draw the, one one drew lost. Yeah. A best Bert. away record in the league though by by far. Thirteen wins. The goal is ridiculous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Um, Fifteen. No, it's Rotherham, not them. It's Rotherham has barely conceded. Oh, away Rotherham goal. away from home, ridiculous. Insane, eight goals conceded, of which three of those eight came on Tuesday night at Portsmouth. So. <laughs> Thirty-eight percent of their away goals scored in one. I mean, what? I mean, we said we touched on it briefly. What a weekend for Rotherham! Unbelievable yeah. weekend. You know, lost three straight games in danger of missing out on automatic, on automatic completely. And now it's now their second game in hand again on MK, yeah. um, and it's it's totally back in their hands now. Talk to me about Liam Richardson. Obviously, doing a great job there. The main man. You know how, how much credit do we think he needs to take for Paul Cook's historic success? It's the debate well, that we have, haven't it? Haven't well, you've, so? got, you've got to say uh, a fair amount looking at the success they've had to date this season. Yeah, yeah, it really. It, we've seen it, you know. We, yeah, we, I know we, we we spoke about, you know, previous years gone by, uh, the, the Lambert and Culverhouse double act that, that, that was, you know, is that a big factor? And, and I think it probably is for these for these managers, you know, it really is. Can't do it all. Yeah. yeah. And uh, in terms of the people to look out for, Will Keane, oh. Dave, 21 goals, you mentioned it, from his 39 starts, you know, no injuries. It's those, it's is... those pre-match hash browns, Rich. It's those pre-match <laughs> hash browns he has, he mate, t- I'll tell you. Getting his helicopter down at Milsom's. Piling them on at Milsom's, he was. Piling them on. But yeah, what a season! Look, well. We liked him, didn't we? I know, I know. Um, our, our friend GB of the Naked Footy Show, Graham, loves Will Keenan. Yeah, we always, you know, obviously just he played in that really, really poor, poor side. But yeah, good touch, good. But he, again, it's Ipswich. He was injured. Yeah, <laughs> <Not McGoldrick. laughs> of course he was. <laughs> Similar to us, the right hand side is where the goals come from. Callum Lang on the right yeah. wing, fourteen goals, seven assists. Max Power. 11 Great. assists. Best name in football. Three 11. Sorry, 11, 11 assists. assists is insane, isn't it? Insanity. Four of those have come in his last seven games as well. So. And he got steady players in there. You look centre mid, that shinny, shinny, been about, been around the block, played championship. Yeah. Yeah. Top Naylor Solid. in there sitting. I mean, you've got, so Guion Edwards came into the team yesterday or against Cambridge. He's, he's 28 starts, but one goal, two assists. He'll be open to start though, won't he, on Tuesday night? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's now it'll be tough. Good to see. Good, you know. I mean, again, a, a, a nice. You'd think um, back four and back four, back five won't change again. So nice to see how Baggett, you know, 
you know, big game under the lights um, gets on there. But yeah, certainly, like I say, really, really encouraging performance from him yesterday for his first game. Yep. Um, Wigan, a few more bits and pieces before we get a prediction from you. Second for goals scored. Um, yeah. 92 Sorry, yellow cards. That is pretty bad going. Only one red. 92 yellows. <laughs> um, for, that seems like, a lot. Rotherham but... have got 55, but only one red. So yeah. I think they're quite good at the kind of time-wasty, game-management kind of niggly fouls. We've seen it. We see it every Rather week, week in, week out. Um, um, I'm just looking at the running they've got. So after us, they've, I mean, <sighs> Plymouth at home, um, Pompey away, Shrewsbury away. I mean, Portsmouth will be fighting for that ninth spot. So they won't <laughs> want to lose that. They won't want to lose that. Um, Rotherham, I mean, Rotherham, yeah, I Rotherham, I mean, um, I think Burton home, Oxford home, Sunderland away, Gillingham oh, away, and MK, Oxford away, Morecambe home, Plymouth away. I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to call it. I think Rotherham, are, yeah, they got that. Rotherham, they got that. Yeah, Rotherham, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, MK and Rotherham, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't like to call it. Maybe Rotherham after yesterday, big result yeah. for them yesterday. I think might have just got that momentum. Is... Might have just got that momentum. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think MK, a uh, nice team, but the trouble is, if you watched it last night, no one in the ground. And no. Rotherham's crowd made a bit of a difference, I oh, think. Oh, Kieran said that. Kieran and, said they're at it right from the off. Yeah, and, and and that might be big for the playoffs as well. If you draw, yeah. if MK drew Sunderland or Sheffield Wednesday in the playoffs and they've got 5,000 away support, you know, I just and, think, yeah. And the thing with Rotherham, they, big they do it. They, Every other season, they get promoted anyway. True. So Yeah, they know how to do it. Give us your <laughs> prediction for Wigan on Tuesday night, Dave. Do you hold out much hope? Uh, do you know what? So, Rich, I was, I was thinking about this. Am I right? Was the last time we played Wigan at home, the game, back in? Or have we played them since then? No, we've do played we them since that... then. Sorry? You, were you thinking, the t- they're not the 2-1 on yeah. Christmas? No, we've played them, we played them in then. the leagues. And, didn't we play them in 18 19 let me, um, I've got all these, I'll tell you what, Rich, all these seasons in recent seasons for me oh, just <laughs> merge into one cares? big yeah, form exactly of right. crapness, basically. Um, we played them... We must have done. We played them last season. I oh, know we did. Now we're we talking about it. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, of course we played them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe maybe I'm harping back. Maybe, hang on, tenuous linking. Maybe the last time we played them under lights at Portman Road, perhaps. You probably okay. put me right on that as well. I maybe don't have that information to hand. But that, yeah. but that is that is one of the greatest games, the greatest nights of the last. Well, yeah, it is yeah. twenty season. I love watching those goals. About that Darren Bent lob. Oh, last dear. minute. That's what you want. Darren Curry's yeah, home. Um, Darren oh. Curry's home debut, and obviously the the Leighton Blaine's blast. Was it? I think the last time we played them at Portman Road, we beat them two 0 but I can't remember the game. Yeah, it was the first game of the season. First game there of the season. There you go. Oh, of course season. it was. Yeah, of yeah, course Bishop, it was. Bishop scored. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. and we thought, yeah. here we go. Yeah. But they were dysfunctional at that point. Hadn't Sheridan just come in? And Oh, they're all over the place. Yeah, Cook had left. And Cook was in the studio, actually, for Sky that game. Um, oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, so yeah, yeah, sorry. The la- for- I think the last time we played them under the lights, tenuous, very tenuous link. But, yeah, I mean, if it's a game as good as that, goodness me. That, like I said, that's one of my, and I think most people say that, one of the, probably our favourite games in the last, well, it is, since we were last in the Prem, probably. Those stick-out stick games, that game, obviously the Sheffield United, 
Dale Roberts three two game that game. Um, my God, there's been there's been a few of this slim pickings, hasn't it? Really, yeah. Newcastle at home, I suppose that was great, but my God, there hasn't been many. So no. yeah, look, um, you do want to. The season, you know, it's over for us. It's, it's not a dead rubber because obviously look where Wigan are. But yeah, you just want to put in a good performance and have a, these last three games. But what you don't want is to sort of capitulate, lose on Tuesday, you know, not get much four. of a result against Crew, and then again, Charlton at yeah. home last game. It's just damp squib, isn't it, sort of thing. Yeah. Can you give me a scoreline? No, you don't, do you? On the force, you know. I'm going for a... One one. Okay. Yeah, I was Terrible thinking that. Sit on the fence. Score line. I think I'm going to go for a one two. Sorry, everyone, but Ooh. but I think we're going to need the points more than we do at the moment, Me and too. that probably will be. And Liam Richardson want to want, want to avenge Paul Cook. So there's some narrative for you as well, Dave. Thank you so much as always for your Cheers, company. Mate. Great chat and enjoyed that. Enjoy the always. rest of your Easter Sunday, and no doubt speak to you next week at some point. Cheers, mate. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.